0: Hey everyone, I'm Luis from uh, luisrevere.com here welcoming you to a new video blog and also will be available on my podcast. Uh, So this is a new video that I'm going to be doing uh, track by track uh, where I basically just pick an album and just go through it track by track. I've done it for the GNR records and I did it for uh, the Paul McCartney new album. Those are already available. Um... On my web, on YouTube channel, and another podcast. Now here tonight, today, um, I wanted to you know use my brand new Beatles T-shirt and uh, take a look. It's not a Beatles record, but it's of one of them, and it's uh, John Lennon's Plastic Ono Band. Uh, now this, now the album just been released uh, in a special edition, just like the Imagine one uh, was before, and it was released. Um, in April to celebrate his fiftieth anniversary, which was in nineteen seventy, I'm betting it was uh, because of COVID. It was laid back to to be released in twenty one. Um, I don't know if you got the the new issue. I got it, and it sounds amazing. The bonus tracks are great. There are, there is there is a section uh, where it's John jamming with the band, and it's it's priceless. Uh, just to listen to John jamming with with Ringo and Klaus. Which basically was the band uh, that, that played on this album. Um, so, after, after you, I mean, when you take a look at the Beatles, uh, <clears throat> it's Abbey Road and Sgt. Pepper, and the grandiose of of their sound, and you take a look, um, I mean, I remember when I first heard this record, it was so simple, and just like McCartney, McCartney was simple too. I mean, it was just pulling his guitar, and here, John. This goes with him playing guitar or piano Ringo on drums and Klaus on bass and I think the only other people that play was Phil Spector who played a beautiful piano on the song Love and Billy Preston on the song God so that's basically the band for this record and um, and some song where John just plays the guitar on his own so considering that I mean when you look at the plastic on band and a little history of it was released in december 1970 it reached number six in the u.s and number eight on the uk and some people um based on what i've read and some things that i've heard or some people consider this one of his best album not in my view i like the record it's not my favorite uh, of john's solo records Uh, but i wanted to look at it because when i bought it when i bought this reissue I just kind of got to re-listen to it. And I got to see a few high points or good points that I, maybe I didn't see before. Um, what I do like about this record, and I admire John Lennon a lot for it, I don't think at that time a superstar like John Lennon um, opened up in, in any way. I mean, this record, he opens up about everything. I mean, you read the lyrics and you see a man who, who is letting you in to what what he went through. And it's such a—it's not subliminal. I mean, it's right there. It's direct. Uh, yes, it's raw. Um, you can either agree with him or not, but he's expressing it. And I will be. Uh, there are some things in the album which I don't agree, but babe, but I admire his artistic freedom to say it. And and I love him. And I love the music for it because I don't think everyone has the, the strength or the courage to say some of the things he says on this record. Um, <clears throat> so I just got it on vinyl, this is a special edition, uh, it's a double vinyl, uh, look at the sender, this is John Lennon is a kid, and you get basically the, the normal, the, the album, and an, and an album of outtakes, so this is the 50th anniversary reissue, um, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna use this, uh, to go through the tracks, uh, let's go, let's go to the, do that now uh, give me a second. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm back. I'm sorry. My cat wanted to, <laughs> to, to get out of the room anyway. So let's start. Let's go right down to it. Uh, the album, uh, begins with a song called, uh, mother. And if you analyze or, If you have seen uh, the John Lennon Imagine uh, documentary or even the Beatles anthology, uh, you will see that the the death of John Lennon's mother had a huge effect on him. He has always, uh, I mean, he's never been shy of of expressing that. He says he has says it in many interviews that he was really devastated uh, when he lost uh, his mother, or the way he expresses this is that he lost her twice, when he was younger, and then when she actually died. Uh, so the first song that we get is Mother. Um, and uh, it's a simple song. I think John is on piano, <clears throat> Klaus on bass, and Ringo on drums. Um, by the way, Ringo, I mean, so underappreciated as a drummer. I mean, he, he is amazing on this record. Uh, so the, the song Mother, I think, is, is beautiful. In the sense that I mean, the raw in John's voice, the emotion in it, especially towards the the last part when he's screaming uh, for his mother to come home and and that and for his father. Um, I mean, you had the the two verses, the main verses, which is basically saying, uh, "Mother, you had me, but I never had you," and the same thing with the father. So it's a it's an amazing song, uh, filled with a lot of emotion. And I think John, one of his talents. Is that he? He's just such a great singer, and you can feel every th- every word with with the, with his voice. I just love it, and I'm, I've come to love that song more now. I, I mean, that I think I did back when I first heard the record many years ago. Uh, <clears throat> the second track is called "Hold On," and this is um, a hopeful John. I mean, in the middle of this crazy record, or or all this feelings involved in this record. And he's basically just saying, you know, that it's going to be all right. And it's a nice, it's a nice little guitar melody and such a nice mellow, uh, little song beautifully performed by the band. Um, great lyrics. I mean, great lyrics by John, um, simple track again. Uh, and it's very personal. I mean, he's even, you know, hold on John, hold on Yoko. So, so, you know, he's letting you into his life at that time. Um, now, the third track. Now, this one is, is tough. This one is tough. Uh, even the, the sound of the guitar is kind of distorted. Uh, and you know it's kind of raw because it's, it's not lead and, and rhythm as Jim. Uh, and it's called I Found Out. Now, this the lyrics on the song, I think main, uh, when you listen to it and you listen to the famous Rolling Stone interview, I think this is John basically frustrating saying uh, because he expressed at that time that he hated the whole image of the Beatles and, and how they made him uh, be something. I I don't know to what extent I, I didn't live it. Uh, I think they all, uh, George grew tired of it too. Maybe they were kind of drawn into it and they didn't even notice maybe. Uh, but John resented that fact, uh, the whole image and all that. And I think this song is basically saying that I found out and you won't, he even said it that you don't get me twice. Uh, I think he said it. Um, the booklet of the John anthologies is is the quote uh so this song is really tough I mean you get uh <clears throat> you know that he found out uh you know uh is it, it just it is such a sincere lyrics you know I've seen through junkies I've been through it all I've seen religion from Jesus to Paul you know that's John for you um you so this is a, a very, I mean, I come to love it now. Um, and it's just a, a, a great track and uh, really raw, I have to say. The fourth track is Working Class Hero. This is a song that I love and I admire because, and I agree with most, with everything he says on that song. I mean, the way that uh, he begins, you know, by saying that when we're born, uh, we're meant to feel small um, you know that they hurt you at home and they hate you at school um, they hate you if you're clever and they, these bites a fool I mean these are just great lyrics uh, by John and I think uh, this is one of the best songs on this album I mean working-class hero is something to be I think uh, lyrically John was right on point and and, and even on the guitar I mean, it's just him and the guitar. I think it's. I don't think anyone else plays on this on this particular track. Um, so I think it's such a an amazing track. Uh, it was really uh, something different uh, because he actually uses a few bad words on on that song. That it says omitted on the lyric sheet (laughs) at the insistence of EMI. Um, so it was. uh, I love that song. I've always loved that one. I think it's just such a great song. I love the lyrics. Um, I really love what he's he's, uh, expressing on that one. I really, really do like it. And the last song on side one is called Isolation. Now this song took me a while to actually like it. I mean, I got it, I liked it more now. I think the whole record maybe took me, I mean, I loved it when I first heard it, but I think I appreciate it more now. Uh, having seen more about John's life and uh, and how he basically basically was writing what he was really feeling on, the, on this record. And something he kept going as a solo artist. I think he started as a Beatle, but it didn't quite flourish until he became a solo artist. I mean, songs like Help, uh, Sturberry Fields, Across the Universe, they always felt like those were personal tracks uh, by John. Uh, <clears throat> within the Beatles. Um, so isolation is really honest in, in the way that they felt. And when you look at how they were treated, I mean, um, how John and Yoko were treated uh, when the Beatles broke up, uh, they must've felt isolated. Um, I mean, right or wrong, whether you're whether you a fan, I mean, a fan of Yoko as an artist, uh, it's, it's, that's not relevant. Uh, He loved her and that's it. But imagine, I mean, if it happened to me and I get married and everywhere I go, all I hear is people insulting her. It has to be hard. And uh, coming from all circles, based on obviously what he's expressed in interviews, uh, it has to be tough. And he's saying that in this song, I mean, basically. You know, he's basically saying that and in the bridge... You know that I don't expect you to understand after you caused the pain. I think he's—he's he's not telling you like in unforgiveness. He's just saying, "Do you?" I mean, and this is all my interpretation. You know, like we all do with 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 art. Um, obviously not talking how he really felt because I don't know how John Lennon felt. Anyway, but what I what I could feel of the song—it's you know really. I mean, he's really being sincere. And it's a beautiful song, and if you listen to it, I mean, the great John Lennon saying we're afraid of everyone uh, for the sun isolation. You know, um, people say we got it made, but don't they know we're so afraid? Um, You know, it's really, uh, like I said, I admire so much uh, John as a songwriter because he could have gone the same path uh, that Paul went and made hits, but he he decided to, and I'm not knocking Paul, just, I think John decided to do something else with his music, and he achieved success in another way than Paul. Uh, so this closes side one, uh, uh, look at this, how cool. You can see the, you know, the, uh, the lyric sheet. Uh, in the back cover, John has a little kid. So now we get side two. Now side two begins with Remember. And this song, I like it a lot, but I feel like it, because it's basically the same uh, beat, I feel like it drags like a long track for so short lyric, but I love it. It supposedly is, it is based on a coda on the piano that John wrote for the song Something, which the Beatles never used. I wish I knew exactly how that piano thing fitted on the song something, because they, they, they mentioned it on the Abbey Road 50th anniversary issue, but they didn't include it on the, uh, bonus tracks. I wish they would have, but they didn't. Um, so this is a song again, when John is looking back at his childhood and again, you know, uh, talking about his mother and father stardom and, uh, you know, so it, it's a good song. I really like it. Um, like I said, if it, I think it's one of the longest, uh, it does drag on a little bit. But I still love it. It's a great, it's a great record. It's a great song. Um, and the next song on the album is the called uh, "Love." Now this is kind of like uh, it, mm, the least maybe personal because it is like a love song. Um. Uh, and it's um. Uh, it's a beautiful song. John uh, plays beautiful on the guitar, and Phil Spector added a beautiful piano. It's a simple lyric, you know. Love is real, real is love. But it, within its simplicity, it's just such a beautiful piece of work uh, by John Lennon. Uh, the next two songs on the record are my least favorite. I don't well, well, well. Is a nice little rock little track, uh, which I think is is cool. Um, uh, but it, uh, I'm not, I don't like it that much. I mean, I like it, but I, you know, it's it's the one song that I usually skip of, of the record. And so look at me. I think those two songs are are good, uh, but are the weakest of the album. I think are uh, the repetitiveness of the lyrics. Uh, it's what I kind of drags me down a little bit, on on the Look at Me song. Um, but again, you know, it's it, it is a, it is a nice song. I'm not knocking it down. I'm just being objective and honest. And uh, those two songs, I usually uh, skip them. Not always, but most of the time. <laughs> on the next track, the next track is the controversial one. Or well, not controversial one. Uh, but uh, it's called God. And it begins with uh a statement, uh, which I don't agree with. Uh but I I understand where he's coming from. I understand why he's saying it. And uh and I can judge I cannot judge him for singing it. Uh but I do. I do wanna say that me as a personal and my religious beliefs, I don't agree with it wholly. But I do love the song though. Uh I love it. The melody is gospely-like, and John said that he wanted it like that. Billy Preston played beautiful the piano on that one. Um, Ringo drums, and of course the lyrics and the and the and, and the vocals from John. Um, so it's really, I mean, it's really. He just basically takes uh, what everybody's belief system is. And basically just says he doesn't believe in it I mean he takes magic the I Ching the tarot the Bible Jesus Kennedy uh, and then he finishes uh, with it just doesn't believe in Elvis Zimmerman which is Bob Dylan and in Beatles um, so I don't agree and uh, I do believe at least in Jesus and the Bible um, but I understand what he's saying uh, in terms of believing in Elvis Zimmerman and the Beatles And I love his statement, what he says, you know, I I believe in me. Um, And again, the Beatles, I mean, when you took it, Abbey Road, and you get the end. It's such an amazing way to say goodbye in a way. Uh, Even even though Lady B was released after, we all know that Abbey Road was the last recorded. And they ended with an amazing song, uh, The End, which Paul wrote, of course. And here comes John, I'm going to be honest. The dream is over. I mean, this is song is, is heartbreaking. Um, and it's a message to John, to, to the fans, basically. And it's just saying, you know, that the dream is over. It's saying, I was a dream weaver, but now I'm reborn. I was the walrus, but now I'm John. And this is what, and again, it, it's his voice that gets to you. You know, when it says, and so, my dear friends, you just have to carry on. Uh, beautiful um, I mean when you take that last part of it, it's just such an amazing statement. Um and again, courage by John. None of the other Beatles expressed themselves in this in this honesty, I think, in my opinion. And the last track, uh, it's really simple. It lasts only a minute and it's one of my favorites on the on the album. Um obviously you wish that his mother was not dead so he, so he wouldn't have to sing it, but you know. Uh, And the song is My Mommy's Dead. It's such a beautiful, I mean, John must have hid his pain for so many years that it took him, I mean, I think he wrote this when he was 30. Uh, It took him 30 years to maybe get it all out. And it's such a beautiful lyric, you know, and it's written as if he was a kid. I mean, the lyrics are so like childlike, you know, My Mommy's Dead i can't get it through my head you know i can't explain so much pain uh it's such a such a touching song and it's kind of recorded uh i don't know the sound of it the sound of the guitar is so melancholy and uh, again i just believe that uh it's it's no artist in my opinion has ever opened up and and made an album where yes i mean there have been autobiographical albums, like Elton John's, uh, Captain Fantastic, and something like that else, but I don't think, lyrically, and without subliminal, when you being direct, no one, uh, in my opinion, has done it like John, and I think he has done it on most of his records, um, in some way or, or another, but this one is just such a particular um, a record. Uh, so that's the track by track of the plastic Ono band uh, by one john lennon i hope uh, you enjoy it if you have not gotten the the 50th anniversary issue i think it's very well worth it and there's a book on it i have the book um there is a big one with eight uh cds and blu-rays and it has a, a book kind of similar uh to the one that that you get on the john lennon uh give me some truth hits Buck said. Now I got the simple one cause I had the book, the book I bought it last year. So I didn't feel like I needed the, the big one, but um, a great production, the sound sounds great. And it's an unbelievable Lennon record. So see you on the next Track by Track.